Tabletop Unknown. Hello and welcome back to Tabletop Unknown. Uh, you are with us with our friends for the end, the pizza talk of <laughs> Absolute cock. For Avatar Legends, the f- uh, remnants of the fifth. Um, <laughs> with us, as always, we have a will. Hey. <laughs> I hate that he found all these buttons on the soundboard. Look, I've only got three buttons programmed with something, and uh, I, that's that's They're all, all terrible. I'm going yeah, to make full use of them. On so. my right, we have a Nicola. Fan favorite. And on the left, we have. I don't know. I have nothing in the back. It's it's more than I I needed. Great. This is a section where I go over all the options, but because Mm. this system's system's quite small, I have very little that I actually can talk about. So, um, first of all, the flying boar were going to be an antagonist if you didn't find one yourselves. Mm. I had Captain Kai Hong was a waterbender weapon maker with an annoying voice, is a dick, jovial, looks like a pirate pretending to be a pirate. That's all I had for him. Then we had first mate Lee, who joined you at the end and did very little. Uh, Nicola, firebender. It was a firebender fire blade user. Silent enemy grunts. Looks like the rock eyebrows. That's all I have for him. Uh, okay. Um, if if they didn't end up being your enemy, I had a giant walrus spirit that was angry at being woken up because of Kyoshi's oh, antics cool, on the cool, sea. Cool, yeah. They glow bright purple and they must be put back to sleep. So that was going to be some another alternative arc that I had, depending on what you chose. And then also, I also had Kyoshi might hunt the party and the remnants of the fifth fleet down. Mm. But because you sort of came up with the ideas like, we need to tell someone about Kyoshi. I was like, well, we don't need her to chase you then. We can do other stuff. So you came up with all these options and we chose none of them. No, which is perfectly fine. That's part of the mm. system. Like I didn't ever expect... You going to Barsing Say mm. at all? Um, and as soon as you put that up, I was like, you know what? I know enough about Barsing Say. I reckon I can wing it. So yeah, we yeah. just went with that. We lent into the like Lao guy, but uh, what's the Dai Li stuff from mm. the law that exists in the future? I just scaled it back a little bit. Yeah, cool. But in in the Kyoshi era, that stuff does exist and it is there. So um, it seemed pretty simple to sort of. You know, put that stuff in there, even though it was a bit contrived, being like, oh, this is before the daily, what they were. There are no daily in Barsing Say. There's no daily, there's no cucks in Barsing Say. (laughs) (laughs) But it's pretty impressive to like pull that shit out of your head. And I think that's something I'll get into when we talk about strengths and weaknesses is like, there's a lot that you had to do in this system. Yeah, I'm pretty exhausted, but I. I, I think this these kinds of games are very the, powered by the apocalypse are always suited to a particular kind of DM. Mm. Mm. Um, and I think I do kind of fit in with this system. It was quite scary at first not being able to prepare a lot because usually, as you said last session, when I handed over my notes to you, you were like, wow, you do a lot of work. Yeah. And usually I do. I do about eight pages whenever I'm going to DM a small season for us. Mm. Um, um, but this, I literally had one page. Yeah. And that was scary. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. I tried at first, I, I really tried to over plan and I filled out. So when you do your campaign, when you start it, you actually have a little sheet, uh, a little sheet called the character creation worksheet, which you're meant to do as a group with your mm. DM and your players. And you go through, you choose your error, you choose your scope, you choose your focus details, and then you build your inciting incident. And I filled this all in. And then I was like, 
I spoke to Ash uh, a couple of days ago because Ash has run these systems before and he was like, look, you're not really meant to do all this by yourself. Powered by the Apocalypse really builds on player interaction and player ideas. And I was like, mm. you're right. So I got rid of that. I had it just in case. I got rid of it. Um, and yeah, well, I feel like we got something pretty fun. Nothing that I ever envisioned in my weeks leading up to this, thinking about what the hell I was going to do. Yeah. Because I yeah. love the Avatar universe and I've run two games in it using the predecessor mm. to this system called Legend of the Elements, yeah. which is a fan-made ripoff um, of Power by the Apocalypse. Nickelodeon would not be proud. They would not be proud, no. Um, but the system was pretty much the same, yeah. except th- it added in balance, mm. which was a very cool skill. Okay, yeah, right. So that's and a not a standard thing. Yeah, so balance is, well, it is standard because this is the official system. But um, yeah, it was very different, very fun. <sighs> yeah, I was also toying around with, I was like, uh, maybe I kill them. And like, or there was even one point where I was like, maybe I just do it. So every episode is like, I was always, or almost, I was almost going to have you guys be the cabbages guy to Ang, except uh, you were going to yeah, be yeah. the cabbages guy to Kyoshi. Yeah. So we just keep getting <laughs> fucked on by fucked Kyoshi. Kyoshi. But yeah, I was like, yeah. nah, that'll be funny. Like the second time. And then you guys will get a bit, be a bit bored of Kyoshi fucking your shit up. So I was like, nah, let's not do that. Let's sort of move a little bit away from I, her. But I yeah. won't lie. If I literally had the opportunity to inspire someone to be like, your whole family should just revolve around cabbages and the selling of cabbages. I was going to try and put this into this game somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And it just nearly never... got there with Captain Cabbage. I but nearly, nearly did, like, but, nearly then, did. but then he rotted and drowned. And I'm like, yeah. ah. Nicola has not seen Avatar. So all of this, I imagine, is not making much sense. Um, so for those of you that haven't seen, sorry, Nicola, to cut off your shocked expression of being told <laughs> that you haven't seen Avatar, but you've seen that one episode. Um, for those of you who haven't seen the book or the, the the PDF, there's actually like artwork from the different shows and bits. And mm. one of the pages I stumbled on the other day, it's a it's a two-part, like, a, like a, a broadsheets page, and it's literally the cabbage guy trying to chase after one cabbage as his cart falls off the other part, side of the page. Yeah, it's, it's great. The fact that the cabbage guy gets a mention in this book. Well, this one little bit guy who like appears twice or something in the three times. He appears three times in the original and then yeah. he's in a whole like cabbage corp in the core of this, <laughs> yeah. which is insane. I'm sorry, Nicola. I promise I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're all good. I was just going to say like I have – very vaguely watched uh like this series i've only ever skimmed over it when my brother's been watching it and mm. i've been in the room reading the witcher <laughs> in polish stop <laughs> but yes um <laughs> in its original traditional klingon dialect <laughs> yeah polish obviously um so very vaguely watching it but not paying attention to watching the live action movie to then playing mm. i did sorry or- to, the, to then playing uh, the game on the Wii, like that's it for me. Mm. Super basic. So yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'll probably get into it more with, with strengths and weaknesses, but yeah, like sure. without knowing as much as you could about Avatar, you feel a little bit lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I guess we get into the questions section mm. of Pizza Talk. Um, so first of all, I guess our first question would be, um, from your understanding of the system, how does oh sorry, from your understanding of the world um, of Avatar, how does this system fit into that image or your idea of that world? Does it feel like it fits the the world? Do, do you feel like there's any part of the mechanics that really take you out of it or pull you further in? Um, Ash, why don't you start us off? 
Um, I think this is the type of system that you can't just plunge straight into. I think that this does need a little bit of working out the kinks and bits and pieces. Um, definitely between reading it and playing it, I have now developed different opinions, stuff I missed, stuff that you interpreted differently and was correct on. Um, all that sort of stuff definitely uh, comes through in this game. And um, and so once you get a swing of it, and I think this is the type of thing that will take a few games to get used to, not necessarily campaigns. Um, but you mean de- like singular sessions? Singular set. I think by the time that you've got the swing of it, um, you there's there's a lot there to explore. Mm. Um, and, and I think that the Avatar world is rich enough that there's stuff you can take from it and apply to the game. But there's also so much... Like for the Kyoshi era, other than a few things that were mentioned during um, The Last Airbender and a few of the comics, there's not a lot of information about it. So this is the perfect thing for you guys to, to spread your wings and do whatever. Um, when we first discussed this book coming out, we I came up with a concept that happened at the very start of the Hundred Year War. Um, and that's another great time because there's nothing written specifically for it. But there's nothing to say that you can't operate later, mm. um, you know, during Ang, after Ang, whatever it might be. Um, it just takes a bit of practice to get there. Yeah, I agree. So you think the game fits rather well into the into the game world, yeah. the IP? I think that if you've got people that know Avatar and... Um, yeah, you might find that there's there's a little bit of a difference, uh, Nicola. That um, uh, yeah, for people that 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 know their avatar, or even know a little bit about it, that there's enough to to branch out mm. from in and woven within the story. I agree. I mean, Nicola, you said you had a very tertiary um, exposure to Avatar, but you kind of got it pretty quick. You did a lot of the correct describing of like the different like what you were doing physically, which I which visually when you're watching, it's really important. There's so many cuts of the cartoon, the animation, where you just see one person do this cool Tai Chi move and shoot water out. Like there's all those moments that make up the narrative. So you kind of did that pretty well. I was pretty impressed considering you didn't know it. So how do you feel playing that game? Like do you feel like what from your understanding of Avatar does the game faci- like facilitate playing in that world yeah absolutely like look from what i know like i as as you said like i have a very tertiary like knowledge of avatar as it is um the game itself i think does represent it very well like i really enjoy the idea of having to balance yourself Mm. through the game because from what i know like that's a very important part of this series um i think if i had of obviously known a little bit more because there's so much backstory known more. I, I would have feel felt probably a little bit more involved in it. Um, but I th- that would, I'll just take a little bit of time just to get used to it. I, I even, I, as you said, like there's not that much on the Kyoshi era, like, you mean, you mean the Wii game did not give you all the information no, you needed? No, it didn't. And I really expected it, to be honest. Nintendo, <laughs> you're letting us down. Not what Nickelodeon would have wanted. No. Um, I had to do a lot of digging to find, like, a timeline breakdown yeah. of this sort of, sort of uh, Fifth Nation moment. Um, and I even wrote notes in it for, like, a backstory where I could, like, insert the character and all that kind of thing. But as much as... Uh, like a one shot is fun 
I think to really sort of involve yourself on it, it needs to be like a, a longer campaign. Yeah. 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 Now to balance that out, um, the you weren't given the, the 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 full PDF. It actually does contain a lot of the law broken down into bite-sized pieces. So if you've got the time to sink in, and it's the same with any you know D and D manual or anything like that. If you've got the time to sit there and read it, you'll get more tidbits to use. Mm. Um, like to be fair to Magpie Games, um, like they've they've given that to yeah, us. Yeah, I will. I will, I will echo that. They. Um, in the core PDF, they give you every era you play in. They not only they give you the breakdown of the core things that are happening in that era, but also the perspective of each nation mm. and what is happening in and thematical options yes, to explore mm. as well. So a lot of Kyoshi yeah. era stuff was revolved around laws and justice, um, revenge, a lot of those personal um, trials and tribulations. Mm. Um, moving forward in a more revenge and combat driven game, which is really cool, mm. which they've taken and expanded on the more brutal aspect that Kyoshi was as an avatar. Mm. Um, yeah. Will, what did mm. you think about the game world and the system and how it works together? Um, I think it's an interesting system. Um, I think just to echo what you were saying a second ago, I think it, not only is suited to a particular type of DM, but a particular type of player as well. And I think that I agree with, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember who said it, but that it's not really a one shot kind of mm. system. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think that it, I could get very into it if it was a yeah long form game. Um, but to, to, I think I'm getting off track here, but the, um, the way that the system sort of is representing the world, I think is really cool. Cause yeah, this idea of balance and everything as Nicola was saying, and um, Tui and La, representing that the, those opposing um mm. the uh drives or or principles principles yeah sorry principles. La are the black and white koi fish yeah ones. um and then yeah everything being about uh standing up for what's right or you know why are you fighting for good and all this sort of stuff not really offering even though it's it's always possible not really offering a discussion as to being evil characters because that's not what the the world is it's not what the the show was and it's not what um yeah, one of the sections of the book it says actually is like evil characters are actually very rare in the world of Avatar. Mm, mm, Everyone yeah. is actually doing something from their own personal perspective and you yeah. need to respect that they are trying to do what they think is right in that yeah. moment, which is really cool that the game does that. Because a lot of yeah. D&D stuff is just like, this person's a lich and you are going to kill them because they are raising the they army of the, the dead to guy, eat yeah. for people for no reason. Yeah, they're the bad guy. Mm. But this is just like, no, it's not black and white. And yeah. you need to figure out what it is that everyone's going through. Yeah. And I, I think that that is really, sorry. No, I was just going to say, Ozai wants to advance the Fire Nation. Azula wants Ozai to notice it. Like, literally everyone is doing something for something, which makes for a compelling story overall. Mm. So, sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say pretty much exactly that. Like, even the bad guys are, have, have most of the time have understandable motivations. Mm. Like, I, I forget who the... Um, the villain is of season one of Korra, um, uh, uh, whatever his name is. Um, Amon. Amon. Amon, yeah. Amon has this, this like, whole racial thing motivating him, you know? Like, they they think they're better than us and all this sort of stuff. Like, it, it's it, everyone has motivational, uh, understandable motivations, and they're not necessarily evil because of that. So, yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, cool. Mm. Um, weaknesses and strengths. Ash. Uh, it 
takes getting used to. If you're used to a D&D system, if you're used to varying other systems, this is a big shift. Even you during this session, having played Powered by the Apocalypse games, still felt difficulty in letting go. Mm, Players still felt difficulty in taking over a scene where they had the option to do so. And like, so there is that to it but once you get the swing of that once you get the group narrative ideology um i think that that's a big strength at least in my opinion that's why i really like this system mm. um and that's why i not to say that i won't play dnd or anything like that but um absolutely most of my games these days focus around this because i just think it's more compelling to involve more people yep yeah, involve your players in the story crafting as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one compared to some other games, like if you were to play Masks, Masks doesn't have the fatigue system, it doesn't have the balance system, but it does have the condition system. Um, if you, as a matter of fact, if you can actually look at the timeline if you're a big geek like me uh, and look at Magpie Game, then you'll actually see what they've added with each game and how it sort of changed their process. Um, so conditions I thought was, was brilliant when it was added for Masks. The fact that they had a balance of fatigue, like, this now feels like a lot, but actually playing it, it doesn't. It mm. it really doesn't. It just takes a bit of a. All right, now I've learned this extra thing to factor in. Great, mm. Nicola, strengths and weaknesses. Mm. Um, I mean, personal weakness, personal weakness, straight off the bat, would just be knowledge. Yeah. Um, which I guess in a way also works as a strength for the system for those hardcore fans. Like, if you know your shit and you love the world, like, you're going to have the best time. Mm. Um, I really like the way it works. I like the freedom you get to make choices, whereas with D&D it's so structured that sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to do what you want to do because you have mm. so many... It seems formulaic, I find, D&D. Yeah. You're like, okay, I go here, I do a perception check, I investigate, I attack something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, whereas this, you can just go, I want to do this, and then you get told what to do. Yeah, so strength on that but at the same time again maybe because I don't obviously I haven't done the system before and also I don't know the world um, I feel like that looseness is also a little bit of a weakness because I at times don't get me wrong I had a lot of fun but it just felt like it was just a little bit lost at points maybe it's just me nope, that's but no. yeah well It's a hard one because there is a lot there that I think could be very fun. I just, I don't know, like maybe it is because it's it's very new, at least to us. Um, I I agree with what Nicola was saying is that sometimes I felt lost, even though there was so much we could do and all this other stuff. It felt like I didn't, there was nothing I could do because I just didn't know what to do. Um, Choice paralysis. Yeah, choice. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think that a game like this um, where it's set in an existing world and it is very much steeped in that world, yeah, you you need to have a high knowledge of it. And I've watched Avatar and Korra um, a couple of times, but, like, I was was – Going, hang on, I don't remember any of this. So, you know, Barsing Say is the the biggest city in the world. So I couldn't tell you, you know, any other city. Oh, Imperial City. There we go. Mm. There we go. That's uh, the Cora one, right? Republic City. Republic no, city. I fucking fucked it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there we go. Um, so, yeah, 
I think it is really cool. Like I like the idea of building the world as a team or as a, as a group of people. And I like the fact that the players can really drive the story. Um, sometimes though, I just want my comfortable daddy DM to <laughs> tell me what I need to do. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I, there's, there is things that really frustrated me about it. And I think the fatigue system frustrated me mm. a bit. As soon as um, you're a max, you were like, well, I can't. Yeah. Do I can't, I I can't do. do anything. And you'd like, there, there is ways to get it back and all that sort of stuff. But uh, uh, we didn't like, we were just, weren't really exploring that. I guess we were like, it's hard when you're so excited and swept up in combat. It's like, Oh, you know, I need to do that. So I can grab back some fatigue. So the next time I can do that and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. And it, 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 yeah. it probably, there's probably uh, moves and stuff that allows this and cl uh, playbooks that allows this, but not being able to heal yourself or not being able to be healed is, is just felt. Mm, there are, there are playbooks and water bending. Which I'm sure, yeah. So I'm sure that might change gameplay again completely. But yeah, like I just felt yeah that, that frustrated me quite a lot. To be fair, I did slap a lot of literally fatigue. I slapped a lot of fatigue on you very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps was my mistake. No, no. I think it's good to sort of have that experience and sort of go, oh, okay, cool. So that's something we need to watch for, or something like that. You know, like it's the first time, we, first time I've played it, first time Nicholas played it, um, and first time you guys have played this particular flavor yeah. of this. Mm. Um, so it's good to know. Um, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely with masks, that is one of the focus is that the whole concept is as teenage superheroes, you are learning how to use your powers. And as a result, things go wrong. This is sort of the same idea. And it's, I guess, you know, learning not to necessarily overexert mm. yourself. Like, and it's true. Like the very first session, we're like, all right, we're apparently fighting Avatar Kiyoshi. This is fine. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of fatigue. What do I do? Yeah. Um, and, and that, like it's, yeah, it's actually quite interesting. Just to further on the fatigue point, with masks, for example, there is no fatigue. There is just conditions. So when you get mm. hit and stuff, it's like you either get moved, you get restrained, or you mark a condition. Yeah, right. So you have your fatigue up to five is actually already in the conditions. Where mm. in this, it's like every time you reach five, you, you you hit a condition. If you get hit over that, you mark another condition. Yeah. So so how do you, how does combat it's very then. yes exactly exactly that was that's one of the issues i find with masks and other power by the apocalypse systems and even legend of the elements ash when we were playing it we actually found that a lot of the time you just kept going back and forth until yeah. someone could yeah. definitively come up with a the, reason that you win the fight the, the, yeah. the game is the narrative yeah um, look the, there is uh, so when you and i think what, like the weakness of that is once you get in that combat loop you find ways especially if you keep rolling well to keep rotating and one-upping each other and the combat never really has originally i find i found that combat really didn't have a way to resolve properly mm. and in this system i find that combat has a way to resolve very quickly yeah very unsatisfyingly with the with the fatigue getting full, filled immediately it doesn't take you out of the fight but you, mm. there's not a lot you can do so you got to be a bit more cautious about it. a lot of those moves a lot of the basic moves you can still do but mm. like you need to be really clever with them and you can't actually like fight the other person you need to help everyone else mm. which i found cool but also like does take a bit of character agency away the book does state that an encounter like so encounters should only be done specifically for people that are a real challenge so mm. plebs you just sort of can pretty much roll past with your basic moves rely on skills and training um 
but if your uh, encounters themselves should only be three moves long and then it separates and then there's a chance to talk. And that's one thing I, I thought we didn't really do. I, I think I tried it once maybe to rebalance someone, mm. um, which means that you're now no longer fighting them, you're challenging their ideals. And that happens a lot in the show. Mm. Like, mm. you know, mm. what exactly are you fighting for? Who's the thing? Hey, I've got my friends here. I mean, the one where they all gang up on Azula and she just disappears through the wall. Yeah. Um, which yeah. they which they make fun of uh, in the show. <laughs> like, uh, but that idea of, yes, people can escape, people can come back, people can do whatever. Like, I think that that's a big part of it. Like, you don't have to keep fighting. You can separate. You can talk it out. Yeah. Even after a, a single exchange. Which, again, might just be something that you need to get used to. Yeah. Because, again, coming from D&D or pretty like much any other game fight is played. definitively won. Yeah. You don't stop halfway through. You You're just wearing them down to zero. Won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I think that just on top of that as well, like it feels, and maybe this is just the particular playbook and the particular style and all that sort of stuff, but it feels like the amount of fatigue is disproportionate to the amount of fatigue you have to take to do certain actions. Mm. Um, even though I know it was a big action, the the move that you did where you took three fatigue and then yeah. down yeah. six yeah. fatigue. Yeah. Um, Which will win most fights, yeah. actually. Obviously, big, big cost, but big reward. Yeah. But, but the moment she failed, I was like, great, all that fatigue's on you now. Yeah. And then, again, if we don't really know where the combat's going to end is it even worth making those sorts of risks? So, well, yeah. But the thing is, is like if she succeeded, then the combat would have been over. So, yeah, yeah. as it was. Yeah, okay. But yeah. this game thrives as much on failure as it does on success. So it's literally yeah. how you gain experience is to fail a role. I do like that. I do yeah, like that. it's that's... one of the it's one of the things I really love about mm. Power by the Apocalypse. Is it... Every failed role, it's like that's the only way you get better. Mm. In a one so good. In a one shot, we don't see it that much, uh, and I think that that's that's a shame for this particular game. But I think that like going back to what you're saying about you know fatigue being a thing, I think you're allowed to lose fights. Yeah, and I think you can't do that in a one shot because you go, oh, we've lost the fight. What do we do now? Mm. Whereas across a campaign, it I just like winning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and and you do so often. <laughs> I'm a winner. <laughs> Can confirm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ash. So I'm going to add a little new little thing. I want to oh, do like a go. little three quick things. Hold so, up, hold up. You're going off script here, mate. I know I am. I am. So first of all, favorite part about the system, uh, succinctly as possible. Would you play it again and why? S- succinctly as possible. And then rating out of five. And you can do decimal points. Uh, so first one is like favorite part of the system. Favorite part of the system, uh, it's it's a strong core system with a power by the apocalypse. Can I can I cheat out and say the artwork is just gorgeous? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I no, think the book itself the book is, is beautiful. beautiful. I, I, yeah. I think I think they put it together well. And it's a well I, put together book. Yeah, I think it's a really well put together book. As right. much as I struggled to read some of it to begin with, um, the more I, I I've read it now that I've played it, the more I look at it, I'm like, this is just really nicely done. Excellent. Um, so I, I I can say that. Second question uh, was, would, would you, I play it again? Would you play it again? And um, why? I would absolutely play it again. Um, I would definitely look at sort of a longer term uh, mm. campaign. Mm. Um, I would be quite happy. I think to either be the GM or a player in this. And I think that that's something that would be really, really fun to potentially swap around a group because you will all be creative people. Yeah. Um, and out of five, I give it a four and a half. It's not easy out of five. Uh, I, it's it's not easy to get used to, but I think that there's so much potential here. Yeah. Uh, like if you're a fan of Avatar, there's a lot there. Yeah. Nicola, favourite part of the system, would you come back to it and why out of five? Favourite part of the system? 
Um, I didn't do it so much because I, I feel like I was still in such a D and D headspace. Uh, was having to not, uh, I guess, rely so much on winning because, mm. it's as you said, it's not about winning. It's about uh, resolving an issue, whether that's through talking or whether that's finishing a fight, whatever. Mm. Um, it yeah, it's it seems like a much more of uh, an intellectual game rather than just a go go go, which mm. I which I liked. And yeah, I would do it. I would I would like to have a go at it, like as you said, a longer term campaign, uh, even if it's a short campaign. Um, that also gives me time to then sort of brush up on <laughs> the world. Mm. You should watch <laughs> which it. Which there is a lot of. You should watch you really it. Yeah, I One does not simply yeah. brush up on Avatar. You either plunge It would take first. me months <laughs> to even <laughs> figure out the basics. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. No. Like, yeah. It's like maybe just what, maybe one episode. It's ten episodes later. Okay, maybe one more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'll, I'll have a watch. I will. I've got time coming up, so mm. I might give it a go then. She's run out of Witcher books. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I actually have. So you So you would play it again? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Okay. Anything um, specifically? Why you just? Um. I I really enjoy the freedom of, as I said before, being able to choose what you do yeah. within the world, and then you say whether that's good or not, or how do you do it. Um. I would just want to have a little bit more background to be able to say, oh well, I've done this, and now I know about this thing, so I should go here. Yeah. You know cool. that kind of thing. Whereas. I think Will said it before, like, we would do a thing and then be like, okay, so now what? Because I don't know mm. where I am. I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sort of having that no limits, getting into that no limits mentality yeah. takes adjusting. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah. yeah. Out of five? Um, I'd probably give it a four. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Hmm. Will, favourite part of the system, would you come back and why out of five? Hmm. Favourite part? Um, I really like... Yeah, I really like that failures grow you as a character. Yeah, yep. Um, I think that that's really cool. I like the um, three different types of techniques that you can do and then how that sort of indicates when in the initiative track, in quotation marks, you are. Mm. Um, I, I guess I didn't really talk about those in strengths and weaknesses, but th- those, those are things that I thought stood out as, re- as really interesting and, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be keen to explore that more. Um, would I come back to it? I don't think I would actively seek it out, but if someone said to me, hey, look, we're going to do a, a campaign of this, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'll, I'll come and do it. Because I, I I love Avatar. I think it's <laughs> I think it's the absolute tits. And so, like, it's just, it's 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 great. And so, yeah, I'm always going to want to, I'm, I'm always going to want to come and play in that world, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't actively seek it out. I'd, I would not want to DM this. At all, um, <laughs> so uh, respect, mad respect. Um, out of five, probably going to give it a three and a half. Three and I half. think, yeah. Yep. Uh, that, look, that may change based on any sort of future experiences, but at this point in time, I think, yeah. Yep. Cool. And yourself, um, Jesse. My favorite part is definitely leveling up as you lose, because mm. that's great. Because I think D and D, there's so much like, oh, like I, can't, I just can't roll well today. Mm. But if that was the case in D and D, when every time you rolled a one, you leveled up or got a point towards leveling up, you wouldn't be like, oh, I can't roll well. You'd be like, man, my character is gonna get some shit tonight. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. Ben- like, Benjamin. Yeah, right. So like, you're like, hell, like there's, you win, you get what you want. You lose, you. You level up. 
And then you actually find as a player, in my experience, is like, yes, I've lost and I the narrative didn't go the way that I want and mm. that sucks. Mm. And all of a sudden, that's exactly how you actually should be playing a game as a collaborative storyteller. You should be thriving in those moments. You're like, wow, everything's going terrible and it, this isn't what I wanted for my, you know, pop star superhero teenage person or my <laughs> my fire bending lightning boxer can't catch a break today like mm. it's just like yeah but now that anger is fueling this awesome new lightning attack or whatever that i've learned mm. you know it's really cool it's really interesting so it's maybe my favorite part i definitely would come back to this system now that it is official and it's no longer a fan sort of rip off that it mm. has been for the past few years the fact that it has support it's going to have a bigger community it's fresh it's new mm. so many people are going to be interested in this ip i think it's a really exciting time for this point especially now that like there's the avatar studios which are building a bunch of new content for the world which is exciting yeah. as well mm. we've got the live action coming up so much is happening in the world of avatar right now this is a really hot place to be and i reckon it's just going to blow up very fast you have a lot of people wanting to play this game mm. um so definitely i would play it again it's top top something of kickstarter like it, yes. it it's it a top rated rpg of all time top Funded RPG of all time on Kickstarter. Correct. Yeah, but I, I even think it's like in the top something of. It's like the highest. Of, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it's up there. Yeah, one of the biggest Kickstarters ever. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, out of five, I think four absolutely sits exactly where I want to do it. Um, for me, like it is almost a perfect system, hmm. but it, it's it's it, it just does have some some drawbacks, which are really exhausting, especially as a DM. You really yeah, it's so different to DMing other things. It's not something that you can have transferable skills, and I've run this system before. Hmm. You know, um, the only difference it just was missing a few things. I would say if this game was better, if this game could also be run well hmm. as a short form. That would probably bump mm. the score. Mm, yeah. But when I was running this game with Ash and Johnny separately, um, the way I would run it was a three-hour session equaled one episode of mm. the Avatar TV show in equivalency. <sighs> Whereas we did, I would say, four episodes or a whole arc in you mm. know three to four hours. Yeah. You just can't do that. No. I, I, I was looking at it, I'm like, wow. Like I've dumped past so much. I feel like I didn't do the best that I could have. And I think that's because I tried, like the scope was so much bigger. Mm. And it's like, you really need to get narrow and small with your sessions. And you really yeah. need to focus on, okay, this episode, I'm going to like this session, I'm going to run like an episode. This is the lesson that I want to teach the players and characters. Mm. This is what it's going to entail. This is the beginning. This is where I see it ending. Mm. And you can see that, session in a self-contained 22-minute episode of Avatar The Last Airbender really yeah. easily. And unless you're aiming for that, I think you're going to struggle. And you can only really aim for that in long form because you're not going to give a shit about the characters if you're going to play one three-hour session that means nothing ever again. Mm. You know, you can't do a very small game with one character that you've created for a one-shot mm. when you're spending three hours playing one entire day of that character's life. It's just not going to be satisfying. So definitely a long form campaign. So mm. in saying that four out of five, that's only because there is not really a possible option for a short scope. You need to be have a campaign 
No, absolutely. Length. So, yeah. Well, that puts our average at four pizza slices. That's great. For Avatar mm. The Last, uh, Avatar Legends. That's apologies. great. Yeah. Um, before we head off, I just want to plug uh, our little show. Will and I actually appeared with 8-Bit on one oh, of their... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? One of their, one of their new seasons. Do, which do you know where the cash money comes yeah. from? Oh, uh, that's Grilla. That's Grilla. <laughs> Grilla. Uh, yes, uh, Will and I appeared on 8-Bit's um, new sort of uh, RSS feed show, which encompasses all their sort of 8-Bit... Um, family tabletop games. Um, I starred, I guess, as the DM of that season, along with a few other crazy friends. Will was one of them. We did a Witcher game, which was very (laughs) fun. Yeah, good times. Um, Set... Uh, Nicola just nodded approvingly. Yeah, like, Nicola was meant that. to be there, but she got very sick, unfortunately. <gasps> yeah, yeah. So um, we still had fun without her. Mm, mm. You can come on next time. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a lot of fun <laughs> set during the slaughter of the Sintra. Um, mm. That'll be releasing hopefully soon. So please hopefully check so. that out anywhere you um, can find podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Eight Crit, I believe it is called. Yes, I so, believe it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out. It should be fun. Um, that's about everything. Nicola, Ash, thank you very much for coming along yes, and helping you. us. Um, Will, pleasure as always. Good to be back. As always. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to plug or anything? Yeah. You uh, both were in shows. You're no longer in shows anymore. Yeah, it's correct. too late for that. That's yeah. correct. Um, I've been listening to this pretty amazing podcast lately. Uh, it's called Dissecting Disney Diddy. Oh, it's uh, really <laughs> just, just uh, prime. That's yeah. Will's Disney podcast. That's oh, right Will, are you that involved? Guy. Oh, this guy. This guy doesn't like sleep, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What's our sign-off? Stay uh, frosty. Just press the button. kids. Hi, everyone. It's Jesse here, just with some post-show uh, announcements for you. Um, not a lot to get through, just quickly touching base because we forgot to talk about our next season. Will and I are very excited for our next season. We will be playing Cyberpunk Red, the tabletop role-playing game by Altazorian Games. Altazorian Games? Altazorian Games. I can't. I'm very tired. I'm in the middle of performing at the moment. Um, But yeah, so we're very excited. That's hopefully going to start recording in mid-July. So stay tuned for that. We will have that information for you um, as soon as possible. Also, 8Crit that Will and I were a part of. That will be... We're not entirely sure when that's releasing, but um, we're hoping soon. But again, that will be posted up on our pages and socials when it's ready. So stay tuned for that. Um... Thank you all for supporting us and listening to us. Um, We do really appreciate it. We love our small little fan base here and we always enjoy getting messages from you guys. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next season. Yeah, be safe out there. We know it's a strange time. Don't get the monkeypox. Those monkeys, they'll get you. They're They're bad. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, goodbye, everyone. See ya. Tabletop unknown.